Braves played some ball this past week and Carter is here to break down all of the successes and failures of your Atlanta Braves. So strap in, sit tight, and get ready, for it's time for the Braves Way Midweek Recap. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Braves Way Podcast. Special thanks to my friend William for doing that cool intro for us. It is an intro to a new little episode series type thing I'm doing. You guys know how I do the full episodes I do. I try to do that once a week. And then like throughout the week I do a news flash episode. That's just like if any breaking news happens or whatever. Well now, since the season has started, spring training has started, I'm going to do a midweek recap. And a midweek recap is going to be going over the games that are throughout the week. So I'll try to release them on Thursday. This one's released on Friday. Because Thursday, I post a full episode on Monday. So Monday will have, like, say there's game every week. So then Monday, there'll be a game Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. There'll be four games. And then after my recap, It'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whatever. So that's four four games for each episode. So it'll just be a recap going over the games, going over the scores, going over the stat lines, going over any important, cool things that happened. I mean, I thought about just reading out the stat lines for all you guys and like just going over everything that happened like that, like analytically and stuff, but... That's boring. You guys don't want to hear that. You guys want to hear all the cool stuff that happened. All the players that are doing great. All the players that are doing not great. And everything in between. So with that being said, let's get into it. So, uh, I left you guys off last Monday in that episode saying that I want the Braves to do something against Toronto. Which was Monday the 27th. I said I want them to do something because they're doing their they they have their full opening day lineup out there and I was like they need to score at least three or four runs until those players leave and they get subbed out with all the minor leaguers. They need to string some hits together, they need to score some runs, and that they did. They beat the Blue Jays seven to zero. Great games all the way by some very Good players that needed it. Matt Olson, two for three with a double and RBI. Max Freed, two hits allowed over two innings pitch, zero earned runs, four strikeouts. Michael Harris was two for three with a triple and two RBIs. It was a good game, good game, good, good game. And that's what I wanted to see. That's really what I wanted to see. Um, Von Grissom had a couple... Good plays. He had a sacrifice fly to drive in Orlando Arcia. And then Chadwick Trump had an RBI single. That's good to see. I love watching him play. <laughs> so they beat the Braves. They sorry. The Braves beat the Blue Jays on Monday. And then they lost to the Twins on Tuesday, 7-10. Won't really get into that one. And then yesterday, uh March 2nd. It was my mom's birthday, so wish her a happy birthday. They played the Mets. I mean, they so they played the Rays on Wednesday, 3-3 tie. Won't really get into that. 
it came back and tied it, so that was that was an upside. But the Mets game is what I really want to dive into. So I'm sure you guys are paying attention. They traveled down to take on the Mets. I don't really know where they play, but the Met like you have to you have to understand during spring training, if you're going on like a road trip down to like North Florida or West Florida or something like that, you're not gonna bring all your star guys. You're not gonna bring your Austin Riley, Matt Olson, Sean Murphy. Acuna, you're not going to bring all of them to go down and play a 1 p.m. game and do all that crap. That's for regular season stuff. You're not going to do that. You're going to send you're going to send your minor leaguers and the people fighting for spots. You're going to send them down and see what they can do, see what they got. And so that's what happened against the Mets yesterday. They beat the Mets 6 to 2. And that's saying something because the Mets were at home and you know the Mets are going to play their what who they want to see during the regular season when they're at home because they're not on the road. They're at home. They're they get the chill. And so they had their they had their good guys in there. They had Cookie out there, Carlos Carrasco, and he pitched two innings, had a gave up two runs. Both those runs were on an Eli White two run homer. Man, oh man, did he hit this ball far. I'm sure you guys saw it, but if you did not see it, go look it up. Just the sound on the bat was super loud. He knew it was gone. I knew it was gone. Everyone knew it was gone right when it was off the bat. And Eli White, he is impressing. He's impressing a lot of people right now. He he, he is putting up a fight to get this left field position, especially because Ozuna ain't doing that well right now so Eli White has played four games he's at eight at bats three hits one double one homer three walks two strikeouts one stolen base 375 average so far he he's wow like he he's on a blistering pace right now and he's making a name for himself he he's like I'm here to challenge for the left field position and you got uh, Marcelo Zuna out there. He's played in three games. He has had nine at-bats. He has had one hit. <laughs> one hit, four strikeouts. So he is not getting off to the best pace. And that's troubling for him because he's like, oh, crap, now I have this random white dude named Eli White coming after me. I don't know what to do. And... You know, you know what? This is the last chance for Marcel with the Braves. This is his last chance. So, if he stinks it up in spring training, he only gets like 5, 10 hits or whatever, that he's going to be walking into the regular season with some bad mojo on him. And if he starts the regular season like the way he's doing it right now, it's bye-bye for him. He's going to I, I could see the Braves trading them to whoever can take them, eating a lot of that money and just letting the other team pay like two, three million dollars a year for him or something because they they just can't they can't do it. He he's not worth it. He is not worth all that money, which they're probably gonna end up paying it anyways, but he's not worth the extra bat that they're using up, extra roster spot they're using up on him. And if you have Eli White, Kevin Pillar, if you have them 
doing better than him, why not just throw him, uh, trade him away, get rid of him, cut him off, whatever. Kevin Pillar's having a pretty nice spring training. He's played in three games, eight at-bats, one homer, one walk, one strikeout, two hits. So he's he's even do be doing better than Marcel. But on the flip side of that, if Marcel, if he has a trash spring training, he's like, you know what? This is really my last chance here in Atlanta. And I really want to show to other teams what I got or I want to stay in Atlanta. He can go out there. He can hit 30 bombs this year. All will be forgiven. It's sad to say, but all will be forgiven if he's hitting 30, 35, 40 bombs with a 262, not even, like a 230, 240 batting average. will like you, bro. It's just he has such a dark cloud over him, over his reputation because of these two arrests last year. But he's just... Nobody, nobody likes him right now. And I was listening to um, 755 is Real Podcast. I know I've always talked about that podcast, but I think it's one of the best Braves podcasts, probably the best Braves podcast of David O'Brien and Eric O'Flaherty. D.O.B. was saying how, or O'Flaherty asked uh, David if he's, a, if he's a jerk in the clubhouse and stuff. And he's like, no, he's not. He's pretty pretty chill with everyone else and he's not a jerk or anything and i mean honestly that's the only reason why marcel is still here if he was a jerk in the clubhouse he was a jerk to everyone he's like like i mean what he did off the field is inexcusable but if he was acting that way like at it like oh, I, don't, I don't care like, I, don't, I don't care i'm still this stud like I can do whatever I want off the field, and I can treat you however I want. If it was like that, Braves would have already got rid of him. But he, he's chill in the clubhouse. I don't know if he contributes a whole lot. He just gets in there, just chills, I guess. I don't know. But I don't know. Um, so that's why he's still here, because he's just minding his, business, minding his own business and just chillaxing and continuing to struggle. But... With that being said, he'll be gone by the in the regular season if he keeps this up. Another great thing to see in this Mets win, more than just it being a lot of minor leaguers, a lot of young guys battling for positions against the Mets A squad, was Colby Allard. You guys remember Colby Allard? Yeah, he pitched yesterday in that win, and he was lights out. He was lights out. Colby Allard got the nod for the second time this spring. He tossed three hitless innings, and he struck out three and walked only one. First start, he was eh, he was all right. Um, but the last yesterday, man, on fire! Three strikeouts, one walk. Uh, hitless innings. He had three hitless innings. Hitless innings. That's hard to do. That's hard to do, period. It's hard to have one hitless inning. But I I hope he keeps this up because he's battling for, like, not, I don't want to say the fifth rotation spot. Obviously, if he's, like, lights out, lights out, he'll be battling for the fifth rotation spot. And we'll get into that in a second. But he's battling for, like, the sixth rotation spot. Sort of like a Bryce Elder last year when, like, they're on like a road trip or a long trip and they just need to rest one guy because he's just something's bothering him a little and he just needs to rest a little. 
he's battling for like that spot start type of role. He'll he's down in the minor leagues, and you just need uh, Kyle Wright needs an extra day rest. Still, call him up, drive up, pitch that game, drive right back down. So he's battling for like that six rotation spot, sort of. I would say. And right now, if he keeps it up, he's been pretty solid. I mean, you're not going to expect, like, lights-out stuff from a six-spot starter. But you're going to – you expect him to eat some innings and be competitive out there. And that's what he's doing right now. And to do that against that scary Mets lineup, I mean, obviously, it's not their opening day lineup, but it's pretty close to it because they they have most of the guys out there that's going to be playing – big roles in this year's season so that's good to see for Allard I'm glad he's back another pitcher I want to talk about is Dylan Dodd he he is lights out this I've never heard of him he's a young young prospect he's he's lights out this spring training so far I mean it's only been two weeks in but we I don't want to get too far ahead of myself but He's pitched in two games, a four and one-thirds innings, only has allowed three hits. Only has allowed three hits, no runs, seven strikeouts. <laughs> Dang, no walks. Like, that's lights-out stuff from Dylan Dodd. And he was one of these players coming out of high school or college, wherever he came from. He, um, he was a position player, and they switched him over to pitcher. And he's a starting pitcher, but they've been put him in the bullpen this uh, spring training, and he's doing some pretty good stuff, if I say so myself. I mean, he may not want to be a reliever, but he's a lefty, big, strong lefty, striking these jits out. If he wants to make it to the major leagues quick, <laughs> say, yeah, put me in the bullpen. I don't care. He'll be up this year. I guarantee it if he's in the bullpen. If he's like, no, I really want to start my hearts in the starting pitcher, then yeah, you might see him this year in a spot start. But eh, I I don't know why you want to just go to reliever and be like, you know what? I want to be in the major leagues. This is the great best route for me to be in the major leagues. Let's do it. So that's Dylan Dodd. Now let's go to our fifth rotation spot battle. We have... Bryce Elder versus Ian Anderson versus Mike Soroka. Unfortunately, Mike Soroka is not in the race. He had a tight little hamstring pull or something like that. They shut him down because hamstring's one of those pesky injuries. You got to just take time and work out. He's been flat grounding, I've heard, but that's about it. And anything with his legs due to his injuries, his Achilles, you just want to be extra, extra careful because worst thing you can do is... What happened last time? Rush him. Pop. Oh, Achilles gone again. Down. And it, so it's super sad to see. I just, it's not that serious, I don't think, compared to all the other stuff he went through. It's not that serious. But they just got to take his time. So we won't see him probably till the regular season or so. Maybe one or two starts in spring training, but we'll see. But the fifth rotation spot battle is not everything we hoped it would be. We want to see... Bryce Elder and Anderson, Ian Anderson pitching their best baseball. So it makes makes it tough on Snicker. Uh, like, who do I bring? They're both on fire. I don't know who to call up for my fifth starter. That's what we want to see. But we see what we're seeing is the exact opposite. Both stinkers. They're both sucking. 
and I mean sucking. Both their ERAs are over 20. <laughs> Let's go with Ian Anderson. He's pitched one game. One game. I mean, Elder has pitched one too. All right. So, Anderson's pitched one game. He lost, obviously. He had one and one-third inning pitch, three hits, four runs, all earned, two homers, three walks, and only one strikeout. Well, I don't know. I know it's easy to overreact, be like, oh, no, you can't. But first of all, it's the first start, first start, first appearance of the regular, sorry, not regular season, uh, spring training. Got to get out all the nerves. It's spring training. And statistically, historically, he has not done well in spring training. Looking back years past, he, he's not the best in spring training. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's. The day games or playing baseball in February or playing baseball in Florida. I don't know what it is. He just, he hasn't done well historically in spring training, which is, I don't know. It's just coming off the bad year, you want him to get off to a good start. So you can see him challenging for that fifth spot. Right now, you don't see it because he's dog crap right now. But, First start, hopefully he can bounce back, make a name for himself. Bryce Elder, same story. He has pitched in one game, one and two-thirds innings, so he got one more batter out than him. <laughs> um, he allowed four hits, four earned runs, one homer, and one walk. Well, all those four runs came off that homer, that grand slam. Some little tough breaks on those hits. It was like, it was like two hits to lead off the game, one walk, and then that grand slam. So he just looked flat that game. But honestly, I think Elder's looking better than Anderson right now. If you're going based off each game that they pitched, it's just one game, not a huge sample size. We'll see more, and I'll continue to talk about it because this is a very important battle right now. But honestly, Elder, yes, he gave up four runs, but that was on one hit. That was a grand slam, and it was just a tough break. Anderson, <laughs> Anderson had three walks. That's wild. Like, he was wild that game. Three walks, three hits. How does that happen? How does that happen? <laughs> I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> so that will be very interesting to see. I will keep you guys updated on that, on how that battle shapes up. Because left field and the fifth spot, starter spot is heating up. I mean, not really. Not as much as you want it to for the fifth spot in the rotation. But the left field is Kevin Pillar and Eli White is hitting pretty, pretty good right now. And Marcel is not hitting pretty well. And obviously you want Marcel to be in the field hitting well. So he's not in the DH spot using up like Darno's bat. Like you don't want that. So you need someone who's raking out there. And hopefully Pilar and White can keep it up. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this this little like. Thing I'm doing to mid midweek recap. 
I hope it's pretty good. It is Friday, so it's not really midweek, but eh. Uh, today is Friday, so they'll be playing Houston, and then Saturday they'll doing split squad, so they'll, one team will be playing Minnesota, and the other will be playing Baltimore, and then Sunday they'll play the Yankees again, and then Monday they have an off day. So I hope you guys have a great weekend. I will see you on Monday um, with some new Braves news. Hopefully some good some good news. It was pretty good news this episode. I just hope Elder and Anderson can get it going. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great day, great weekend. Thank you. Peace.